his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Good morning. Happy Sunday. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are live here on Sunday. Yes, obviously, if you know me, you know I'd like to spend the next two hours talking about Virginia Tech's victory last night. But we won't do that. We have important political and regional topics to talk about, and let's get right into it. Something that's been uh, uh, making the headlines for the last few weeks, and that is uh, local leaders push um, for the NFTA to pay their employees and also um, to you know get rid of some of these uh, route cuts. And joining us, we have Mitch Mitch Nowakowski, Howard Johnson, and State Senator Sean Ryan. Mitch, let's start with you, Fillmore Council Member. Um, Mitch, what are you hearing from people in your district that got you uh, on this and wanting to um, get the NFTA to make some changes? Drivers and and all the issues that's really going on with the NFTA, and I've heard it with my colleague in government, Legislator Howard Johnson, to bring up some of those route cuts because we actually were brought this issue uh, by our constituents outside of the district office of Howard Johnson. And our constituents had really had brought up an issue of how these route cuts impacted their life. And it's incumbent upon us as elected officials to bring that to light and engage the NFTA about some of those some of those issues. And legislature, uh, legislator Howard Johnson, when you uh, spoke to the NFTA, or have they said anything in return to some of these concerns? Well, I, I, they, yeah, I think their their pushback is that they're they're working on it. No real concrete answer, or no real no real answer to address the issue. None that I've heard so far. I know we have them in session. Um, we have them before us, and you know we talked about those things, but. You know, they. She, you know, she read from a piece of paper. It was some prepared remarks. You know, which was expected, but it was nothing concrete in answering it. It was more, more or less, addressing a lot of the issues that the NFTA is facing. Um, but you know, not, nothing concrete as far as an answer. When you uh, look at the the route cuts, when you also look at the wages of the NFTA. Uh, or of the um, of the metro bus drivers, uh, do you think the NFTA is do, uh, putting a hinder on public transportation in the region? I believe so. I think that you know when you look at the uh, wages of the drivers, you know it, it's not comparable. 
Um, they're, they they make just as much as somebody at McDonald's or Tim Hortons make, and I think that's a travesty because you know, you, when you're when you're transporting important cargo such as passengers, you know you want the best paid, best trained employees for that for that job. When you look at what they make in Rochester or you know any other uh, city of our similar sizes, it, it, it's probably like four dollars more than what you know, than what they what they do here. But they, you know, they, they'll say, "Hey, the drivers here can make up in excess of sixty thousand dollars a year." But you know, you have to. It, it's time to get to that mark. You know, just to start off with fresh driver, you know, they're only making sixteen bucks, uh, sixteen bucks an hour. And then, you know, when you look at the yellow buses, they're paying twenty-two dollars an hour. So it, we, I think there has to be a change uh, to that to, to have more qualified drivers. Council member, when uh, speaking of wages, where would we like to see these wages go? Is there a, a number we'd like to at least start at um, with the NFTA? Yeah, I really see that the an appropriate wage to start off would really be $22 an hour. So we have to be competitive with uh, other school bus drivers, too. And, you know, so about 22 to $24 an hour. All right. And State Senator Sean Ryan, you jumped on this as well. Uh, what what kind of push if there, if these aren't answered, if the NFTA doesn't make a push, uh, what at a state level would you like to do to kind of force the NFTA's hand? Um, good, you know, good question. But I really got to applaud Councilmember Nokowski and uh, Legislator Johnson. You know, they really listened to their constituents and figured out. You know, why is the FTA cutting these routes? And, you know, they really identified the awful impact this has on the community. Um, my office then got involved and asked Cornell University to look at the NFTA wage structure. You know, could it be that they're not getting people because they don't pay enough? And, boy, that wage report came back very damning to the NFTA. You know, Buffalo starts at $16 an hour. Rochester and Syracuse start at 22. It would take a brand new NFTA bus driver five years of driving to make what a Rochester driver makes in year one. So we really discovered that NFTA is cutting roots because they refuse to pay a competitive wage. Uh, and that's really what we're trying to work on is to you know, tell the NFTA their primary obligation is to serve our constituents. Um, and if they can't seem to, you know, find their way to realize that, you know, then, then we're going to have to keep putting pressure on them. Uh, in this year's budget, which is coming up on April 1st, we are once again going to be delivering more money to the NFTA. Uh, but it's a real question. Is the NFTA using that money to serve our community? Legislator Johnson, the uh, the route cuts, you know, it's the wages, also the route cuts, and we could say that's because of the wages. They're not having the drivers. Um, is this something, you know, these route the routes that they have cut, um, which I just said the same thing three times, I apologize. Do you, uh, would there be a push to get those routes back because, you know, more people now going back to work, less people staying at home. Um, is there a push not only to get the wages up, but to get these routes back so people aren't taking, you know, an hour, an hour and a half to get to work absolutely absolutely we had a uh we had a student who came in to testify and her testimony was that hey look with the reduction in these routes she can't get to her after school school programming she's late almost an hour every day going to school this is a high school student 
she's late almost every day going to school, and then she has to make that time up on the back end of her schooling to to adjust for it. So yeah, there's a there there is a big push for it, and you hit the nail right on the head when we have the dry when when we have folks coming back to work. Uh, folks, not everybody can work from home. Public transportation is going to be a premium. The rising cost of gas. Also, you know, the NFTA released their own report that they that they would have more ridership because of the rising cost of gas. So we we need to restore those express routes, those uh, routes to the inner city that were cut. We need to restore those routes. Those were some prominent routes. There were some prominent cuts, and I think and it has to be restored. And uh, council member, the, the legislator just brought up a good point. You know, we we have this issue with the city schools and school buses. Um, and we're seeing the same thing with the NFTA. I can't imagine that that's the only student that's having an issue getting to school on time uh, in the city of Buffalo. Correct. And after school programming is critical to student achievement. And we understand that after school programs keep kids off the street and and programming that is beneficial not only to their student learning, but also to their you know emotional and uh, overall well-being. And I think a lot of things that the or that the legislator brought up was uh, spot on. And really, when these changes are made uh, by the NFTA, the public trust is not there that they will be that these routes will be restored. And I think that we need to talk about uh, in totality uh, leadership change in the NFTA. We need to talk about what they can do for the public and what they can do for the city of Buffalo, who relies on public transportation for their everyday needs. Council member, have uh, you spoken or has someone spoken to the mayor about this? Does he uh, is he on board? Does he have a comment on the NFTA? I have not spoken to the mayor yet on this issue. Senator Ryan, you're uh, you're in Senate, you know, in New York, obviously, uh, New York City, their public transportation. Uh, do you think comparatively, if we just look at public transportation in Buffalo, that it could be a lot better? Obviously, not the same size as New York City, uh, but that overall the NFTA is failing uh, Western New York when it comes to public transportation? Certainly, the NFTA is not a leader in, in ideas about how to make buses more uh, appealing to the general public. They've fallen into this idea that you know, buses are the transportation of last resort. And if that's the only way you can get to work, well, then you have to accept bad service. So we want the NFTA to up their game uh, to do what other similar-sized cities are doing in trying to make the buses more appealing. You know, young people don't want to burn fossil fuel. Uh, they want to live in urban areas, and they'd like to be able to take public transportation. But, boy, does the NFTA make it hard to take a bus in, in the city uh, of Buffalo. It's also important to remember you know, the NFTA is our representative. Uh, every, a portion of every cent that goes to the Erie County sales tax goes straight to the NFTA. Uh, a portion of the state budget goes to the NFTA. And I believe the NFTA loses sight that they're accountable uh, to the taxpayers of Western New York. And their mission is to provide good transportation services. And I don't think they're receiving a passing grade in that right now. Legislator Johnson, uh, I want to ask the same question that I asked the uh, council member to you in a different way. Um, have has this been? Um, have you have you heard a comment or spoken to the county executive about this or other members of the legislature um, and had any kind of um, feedback on what they think when it comes to the issues at the NFTA? 
I haven't talked to the county executive directly about this, but uh, the majority caucus of the legislature are, are fully on board with it. We had a very robust discussion in committee and our economic development committee in regards to it. They weighed in with their question, and, and all legislators have the same concern. You know, we they, they understand that, you know, a portion of the county sales tax goes to them, about $28 million. A portion of the mortgage tax that the um, clerk's office receives, $6 million, goes to them as well. So there were some real concerns there from our majority caucus in regards to that. I just believe it's just a broken model over there that needs to be fixed with the NFTA. All right, guys, uh, I've got all three of you guys on right now. Is there anything that I'm missing uh, that you want to address before we uh, we let go today? I would you say know, no. we need the NFTA to be a leader. You know, as we're trying to build a new Buffalo, we can't do that with an outdated transportation system and outdated ideas. So we need them to come in, you know, to this new century uh, you know, and embrace a new look at public transportation. And I'm going to keep working uh, with my colleagues to make sure that happens. I have one other NFTA question that's not um, related to this, but it is with the transportation. And I can't remember if this was right before the pandemic, um, but it was, you know, two or three years ago when talking about um, the environmental study for expanding the metro train, the metro rail. Is there any movement on that? Is is that project dead? Does anyone have an update on that? I don't have an update to where I said I haven't heard anything on that. All right, guys. Hey, I really appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday morning and joining me. Um, and definitely keep us updated. And if there's any movement on this, I'd love to have the three of you back on uh, another hardline. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. That is State Senator Sean Ryan, Erie County Legislator Howard Johnson, and Fillmore Council Member from the City Council, the Fillmore District, Mitch Nelikowski. If you missed any of that, on demand at WBEN.com. Again, um, all three of them representing, obviously, the city, the county, and the state um, on board, trying to get Metro pay. And I think this is something that a lot of people didn't know uh, was going on. And I'll tell you this, I didn't know it was an issue until um, until you started hearing the coverage of it. You started hearing uh, these three doing press conferences, bringing it to their respected committees. And as they said, uh, a 1633 starting wage in Buffalo, um, they want to bring that up to $24. And if you look at other, which I did yesterday, um, looked at other you know wages for bus drivers, Right here in New York State, you only have to look outside of New York State, and you can see that they're starting at more. And as I said, you have more and more people getting into, you know, going to work now. We've been talking about this all week uh, as I've been filling in for Bowerly. You have more people going to the office. You have more expensive gas. I mean, this is the perfect time for people to take advantage of public transportation. But when you're cutting routes and you're short on drivers, and we're not only seeing that when it comes to the metro, we're not seeing not only seeing that with the NFTA, we're seeing that with the city school buses as well. Um, so hopefully this has that domino effect where they can get changes at the NFTA, um, and then maybe we can also address the school bus issue uh, with the same with the same um, approach with NFTA. But um, glad they all three could join us. I know Sunday mornings uh, not the easiest to, to get up. Believe me. Um, 
But I, I appreciate the three of them joining. And again, we will keep you updated on anything that happens with this story. When we come back, guys, our next two guests, they're gonna their, their first question is going to be identical. Did you see the Emerson poll that came out if a New York State primary was hold to, held today? Did you see who was in second place with 33%? That's what we call a tease in the business. And... We will be talking with Ken Cruley from Politics and Stuff, and then Carl Calabrese next here on Hardline. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.